Welcome to the Women's Wellness Psychiatry Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Anna Glazer, MD, a reproductive and integrative psychiatrist here to help you make sense of the complex world of women's mental health. If your goal is to improve your emotional well-being, find fulfillment, and feel like your best self, you're in the right place. Welcome, my listener friends. This is another episode in the series that I've been doing on supplements and botanicals for mental health. And today, we're going to discuss vitamin D, also known as the sunshine vitamin. Let's start with what is vitamin D and what does it do? Vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin. It's actually very hard to find in foods, really just some fatty fish, but it's such an important vitamin for brain development. It has a number of different functions. It can promote cell growth. It's involved in our immune system and inflammation systems and it plays a role in neurotransmission. It's also related to the calcium levels in our body, and it's important for bone development. Low levels of vitamin D have been associated with depression and cognitive decline, among other things. There's a lot of discussion out there still about the mechanism by which the vitamin D impacts our mental health and our cognition, but there's a number of different theories. There's a growing opinion that the vitamin D deficiency can lead to depression in four different ways. First, there are vitamin D receptors distributed throughout various parts of the brain, like our limbic system, which is our emotional brain, the cerebellum, which is really important for things like balance, and throughout our cerebral cortex. And those areas of the brain control behaviors related to emotional processing and mood. So there's those receptors. Second, there are lower vitamin D levels in individuals who are depressed compared with controls. We've been able to see that association. Third, vitamin D regulates the synthesis of serotonin because it plays a role in certain types of gene expression that's important for making serotonin. And then finally, there's an important role of vitamin D in regulating inflammation and our immune systems. And there are theories of depression related to inflammation and poor immune response and the way that the stress response is activated. So all of those are the different ways that we've been able to think about how vitamin D impacts our mental and emotional health. Let's take a look at some of the data. There's not a lot of data, but there are definitely a few small studies that have looked at the role of vitamin D and vitamin D deficiency in mental health in women. There's definitely more data when you take a look at the populations in general. But again, this is Women's Wellness Psychiatry Podcast, so we're focusing specifically on women's mental health. And there's not a lot of data, but there are a few small studies. And I'm going to link to these studies, as always, in the show notes. One small study in 2014 took a look at 50 women who received high doses of vitamin D over six months, and they actually noted a very profound improvement in depression and anxiety scores. Now, they've also taken a look at the role of vitamin D in pregnancy. One study found that 11% of pregnant women actually showed a strong vitamin D deficiency, and 40% actually had a moderate vitamin D deficiency they were able to find an association between 
Edinburgh Depression Scale scores. That's the questionnaire that I use and many other clinicians use to get an assessment of an individual woman's depression and anxiety during pregnancy and postpartum. That's the Edinburgh Postnatal Depression Scale. And they found an association between scores on that scale, and scores on that scale are associated with higher levels of anxiety and depression. And that was found to be inversely correlated with vitamin D levels, meaning that the lower the vitamin D, the higher the scores on this scale measuring depression and anxiety symptoms. So they were able to confirm that correlation that we've seen in the broader population between depression and lower levels of vitamin D. Now they've also looked at it in postpartum women and they found that women who had low levels of vitamin D and had symptoms of depression found a significant improvement in their depression and fatigue when the vitamin D was supplemented. And there was also a recent interesting review of the relationship between vitamin D and PCOS. PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is not an uncommon condition that many women struggle with, which affects fertility, menstrual cycles, mood, and more. And they found that most likely because vitamin D is related to estrogen synthesis and androgen levels, that supplementation could potentially improve reproductive function in women with PCOS. And we already know that there's a relationship between PCOS and depression. That's something that I've actually written about, and I'll include a link to that blog article post in the show notes page. The thing with all of these studies, and including the reviews, is that a lot of the studies are small. And that's tricky because for many results to come to the forefront of an investigation, you need to have a large enough number and to be able to power the study, to be able to demonstrate the results that you're hypothesizing. And many of these studies are quite small. So even the reviews that are out there, there's a number of reviews that try to compile all of this data. And I've included some links to a couple of the reviews in the show notes. What they basically show is that certain populations, they've looked at adolescent girls, young pregnant women, postpartum women, menopausal women, postmenopausal women, All of these studies demonstrate one of two things, either an association between low levels of vitamin D and symptoms of depression, or, so that's more of the diagnostic piece, or they demonstrate a treatment effect, meaning that when individuals, women with low levels of vitamin D and depression receive supplementation with vitamin D, that their symptoms of depression do improve. And going back to the mechanism to try to figure out why that might be the case, there's still a number of different hypotheses. And some of that relates in particular to that inflammation hypothesis that I mentioned at the start of this podcast. It's possible that because inflammation relates to the onset and symptoms of depression, that vitamin D, which helps regulate our immune and inflammatory systems, is related to depression in that way. And there's other mechanisms potentially at play as well. If you are someone who might be at risk for low levels of vitamin D, so maybe you live somewhere where there isn't a lot of sunshine and you're someone who spends a lot of time, maybe your job is indoors at a computer, you don't get a lot of time outdoors, you might be someone who is more at risk for low levels of vitamin D. It's not hard to check your vitamin D levels. It's a really simple blood test, but I would recommend speaking with your doctor about that option as sometimes not all insurance companies cover that particular lab test. 
There's also the direct approach of treating potentially low vitamin D levels if you're already at risk. Maybe you're having symptoms of depression. Maybe you are at risk because of some of the environmental conditions that I mentioned. And here's the thing. You don't need a lot of time outside in the sunshine to get this quote-unquote sunshine vitamin. It's really just 5 to 15 minutes of direct sunlight. So that's direct sunlight without sunscreen. Now, I am not advocating spending a lot of time outdoors without any sunscreen. That's why I'm saying it's only 5 to 15 minutes, depending on how direct the sunlight is in your area. And that should be sufficient to give you the vitamin D that you need. You can also consider orally supplementing with vitamin D. And when I make the recommendation to supplement with vitamin D, I do always recommend supplementing with vitamin D3. And that comes in very different doses. And there's even a prescription dose available. So again, I would encourage you to talk with your doctor about potentially assessing if you're at risk for vitamin D deficiency and to determine the right dose of vitamin D supplementation for you. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode. As you know, my goal is to share with you the most helpful information that moves you towards emotional well-being. If you have suggestions or questions, I'd love to hear those. And I also always appreciate a rating that will help others find this valuable content. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again next week. Please note that while I am a clinical doctor, this podcast is not a substitute for nor should be taken as medical advice. No specific health advice is being given on this podcast and no physician-client relationship is created by you listening to this podcast. All information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only.